Terry and the Pirates. How would you like to celebrate Christmas in China in a log cabin in the snow-clad mountains of Kunlun? Well, that's where we find Terry and his friends. They haven't been bothered with shopping because there are no stores handy and no Christmas cards and no turkeys or anything like that. But they're happy because a lot of good luck has followed them. I'll tell you just what I mean in a moment on today's transcribed episode. But first... Terry and the Pirates is brought to you by the makers of Libby's Pineapple Juice, one of Libby's hundred famous foods. Boys and girls, Libby has a Christmas surprise for you, a surprise that'll give you a great big thrill. So stand by right after the program. And now, Terry and the Pirates. Well, the famous Dr. Moy Ben has been found and brought to the roomy log cabin where he can rest and recover from his exposure to the snow and cold. And then, too, the precious gas formula papers have been recovered and are once again in Jude Hennick's possession. The crook, Kennington Hook, is a prisoner in one of the log cabin rooms and will soon be turned over to the army. And so Christmas Day has been a quiet, uneventful affair, except for... Well, listen... Terry, I'm almost sorry I gave you that parrot for Christmas. Oh, I think he's swell, but I don't know what to call him. I thought of a lot of things to call him, believe me. He makes too much racket. Oh, what's the matter? What's the matter? Dragon, dragon. We are trying to be kind of quiet so old Dr. Moy Ben can sleep in that other room, and this green and red measles screeches like a guinea hen. Why do you call my parrot measles? Because I got him for you in a rash moment. Oh. <laughs> well, never mind. I'm entitled to one bad gag on Christmas. Say, have you been listening to what that Chinese turkey is saying? Oh, the parrot? He says, What's the matter? What's the matter? What's the matter? Dragon, dragon. Listen, sounds to me like that last word is dragon. Where'd you get this bird, Burma? Oh, I was in Minchow a couple of days ago, and a man had two of them and offered me this chicken for a few yen. Why? I don't know. Just curious. Say, just because this parrot says dragon, you don't think the bird is working for the dragon lady, too, do you, Pat? <laughs> After what I've seen these past few days, anything can happen. Yeah. Well, we've got a lot to be happy about, though. Right, Burma? Yeah. Wait till you see the Christmas dinner Connie and I are whipping up out of nothing. You'll be a lot happier still. I'm glad about a lot of things. The old doctor's safe and warm. He'll recover okay. Dude has the formula papers. We managed to save our guns and knives from the gas at... Attack on Min Chow. We got Hook locked up in that small room over there. The snow is melting, and maybe we'll soon be out of here. Well, is that a speech or is that a speech? Bravo! Uh, uh, bravo, bravo, bravo. What's the matter? What's the matter, dragon? Yeah, I like the way he says dragon. Oh, he's all right. Say, what's cooking? Smells mighty good. You're getting a Chinese Christmas dinner, Terry. Well, I think I'll go out and see what Connie's doing. Come on, Bird. Hop on my arm. We'll go for a walk. Hey, careful. If Connie gets the idea, we may have roast parrots. Oh, Pat. Not a chance. <laughs> Come on, fella. Hop on my arm. <laughs> doesn't his claw feel funny on your arm? Sure, but he doesn't know it, and I'm not going to embarrass a parrot by complaining about his claws. Come along, fella. <laughs> you know, I was mighty kippy of you, Burma. Give Terry that parrot. It's the only thing he got for Christmas. Well, it's all in fun, Pat. And I thought April would bust when she got that jade necklace. Well, that was really from Connie. He gave it to me, and I asked him if I could give it to April. Well, you made both Terry and April happy. And you'll be happy soon, you and dude, just as soon as dinner's ready. <laughs> the way to treat you kindly is to feed you. 
So just relax. That, oh, say, you, you might go in and take a look at Dr. Moy Ben. Yeah, poor old fella. He's been through a lot of hard luck, all right. Yeah, I haven't much to say. Nobody's told him about that trouble or gas cause down there in Minchow. He speaks very good English, do you know that? Well, I haven't heard him mutter a word since he was brought in here. Yeah, he's a scholar. He understood me, and that's something. Me with a mouthful of slang all the time. I wish somebody'd teach me the king's English someday. Ah, uh, you talk all right, Burma. Don't feel sorry for yourself. I think I'll turn over a new leaf starting next week. Why next week? Oh, New Year's resolution, eh? Mm-hmm. I think I'll become a very dignified type. I'll cut out the slang, I'll speak softly, and I'll do a lot of listening. Yeah, and make everybody unhappy. <laughs> no, no, be yourself. That's the thing to do. Be like me. I'm just me. Well, that's no help. Say, <laughs> this Christmas is just a little sad, even though we do kid about it being okay. Think so? Well, I've always been used to giving a little something to friends. Just to... Well, you need a pair of socks. Now, look, I need a pair of shoes, too. As long as you're given presents, why not pick out a lot of things? Uh, I know how you feel, beautiful. We're putting on an act way out here in China, trying to pretend it's just like back home. <laughs> I guess I'm a sissy, huh? Not a bit of it. I'd like to give you a comb for those blonde locks. I'd like to give Dude a new pipe and Terry a hat that fits him and Connie a coat and... Uh, sure, I know. Well, let's not make Terry or April unhappy. Guess we're old enough to keep the chin up and make out with a Christmas cheer. Now, I'll take a look at the tree, take a deep breath, and then go in and see if Dr. Moy Ben's asleep. See if he's warm enough. You know, this Christmas may turn out to be a while with that. Uh, oh, what's the matter? Oh. What's the matter? Right, right. Oh. Right, right. oh, for all goodness sakes. That is most funny duck Connie has ever encountered. Oh, this feathered fowl must be many years of age, with wrinkles on the eyes. <laughs> I'm going to get April to teach him to sing. Say, what's cooking out here, Connie? Oh, some everything a little of. Some everything a little of? That sounds like stew. Perhaps three. Crema stew. Crema stew? Uh, oh, you mean Christmas stew. Ah, uh, so. Oh, Terry, I'm sure I did. Well, it was in the air if you did hear it. Those on the ground at Min Chow are useless on account of that Moy Ben gas that ruined everything made of steel. Is the crazy gas still in town? No, it's gone away. But there isn't a plane or a car or a gun that's any good. Boy, if the invader only knew about it, it'd be duck soup to march in here and take over. <laughs> <laughs> Can the parrot sing, Terry? Well, I don't think so. Hey, I was wondering if, if you could teach him a tune like, well, like, I'm only a bird in a gilded cage. Oh, I don't know that song, but I know quite a lot about parrots. My grandma used to have one. Or was it my aunt? Well, what about it? Well, the parrot used to run the legs off the house cat. Run the legs off a cat? Yes. The parrot was perched right above the saucer where the cat would drink her milk. And all day long, the parrot would say, Here, kitty, here, kitty, 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 kitty. And that crazy cat just naturally wore itself out running to the saucer. Oh, I don't believe it. Even on Christmas Day, I don't. Why, Terry Lee. Excuse, please, but is Sunday clothes to be for dinner? Is who? Sunday clothes? Where did you get that, Connie? Sunday clothes for dinner? Oh, uh, he's come with bag of luggage, with toys, and horses with horns. His name, 
Sunday clothes? Oh, Santa Claus, Sunday clothes. Well, Connie, Santa Claus has come and gone, and he won't be here for dinner. Listen, Terry, there's a plane. I'm sure. Quiet, Bird, quiet. It's a plane, all right. It must be going to land near here. It sounded mighty low, just above the trees. Excuse me, who is Sunday Claus? Well, that's a big question, Connie. Santa Claus is just about the biggest, kindest businessman in all the world. He has branch offices in every land where English is spoken. Yeah, on many a land where English is forbidden. He works with Father Christmas in Great Britain. He's called Grandfather Frost over in Russia and in other places, St. Nicholas or something like that. He's about the busiest man in the world. What he doesn't deliver himself, the post office does for him. Well, how did you know all that, Terry? Well, you can't help reading things now and then, you know. You know, I guess anybody who can have Santa Claus visit him, or even if we could just be home, in a real home, that would be Christmas enough, wouldn't it? Say, you're not going to cry, are you, April? Sorry, you got a swell necklace for Christmas. Burma said it was from all of us. I bet there isn't another necklace like that in the world. Well, I think so. No, I'm not going to cry. But at Christmas time, well, it's wonderful to be with folks who like you. Oh, what's the matter? What's the matter? <laughs> oh, be still. Oh, soon, soon be on. Sunday clothes and Christmas is hotty dandy with food for stomach. Ah, I think I'll leave Knickknack out here for a while. Is that the parrot's name? Mm, I don't know. I haven't decided. If he makes such a racket, I'm afraid he'll keep old Dr. Moy Ben awake. The doctor needs plenty of rest and quiet. Yes, he was awful weak when we brought him in here. Dr. Moy Ben, I mean, could hardly talk. Now then, fella, you perch up here and don't bother Connie. Come on, April, let's go and see the tree. I think you and Burma did a swell job decorating it with berries and colored paper and popcorn. Let's go in quietly. Then it won't be ready for half an hour, and we can be still so Dr. Ben can sleep. Yeah, maybe Pat or Dude would like to take a snooze, too. Listen. Somebody else is in there with Furman. Yeah. Let's get close to the door. Maybe we can hear. Stay right where you are and don't hear your voices. Could you get me? I just like this or But business is business. Till you will release Mr. Hook first. You will all live to enjoy your holiday if you do not make any trouble. I think between Mr. Keel, Mr. Hook, and myself, we shall manage very nicely. Well, you got the drop. What's the idea? What do you want? You know as well as I do, or better, Mr. Ryan, I want those gas formula papers. I haven't got them. That may be true. But one of you has them, and I want them before I leave here. They were turned over to the Chinese army officials. Don't lie to me. I don't like it. You will have your choice. Either I get the gas formulas, or I take Dr. Moyden with me in the plane. I'm sure he will eventually give me a great deal of help, even if you do not. Well, how did you know Dr. Moyden was here? How did you know about the gas formulas? How did you know that... Stupid people... Did the woman Burma not buy a parrot from one of my men a few days ago? Oh, so that that is one way of learning things. I have men in Min Chow, of course. Oh, doggone. I knew that parrot said the word dragon. I could have suspected something then. Ah, that is good work, Mr. Field. 
I am glad to see you too, Mr. Hook. You have bungled your work, but you are loyal. You'll never get away from here. There's a strange kind of gas that turns steel to ashes. My plane is well out of danger. It's in the clearing beyond this cabin. Now then, Burma, you will go into that other room and tell Mr. Hennick to come out. He'll stand beside her and see that she gives no warning. We'll soon have the formulas. And if we do not get them, then we shall take Dr. Moy Ben with us. And I'm sure you wouldn't want that, eh, Mr. Ryan? Now then, Burma, on your feet and do exactly oh, as I say. This is a fine end for Christmas Day. Oh, dear. What do we do? Nothing much we can do. I mean, we can't go in there and surprise the dragon lady. She's got that fella keel with her. It came in the plane. And Mr. Hook is free now. Say, I know. Yes? They said they landed their plane not far from here. Come on. We'll go there and do something with the plane so it can't take off. Then we'll have a chance of catching Hook again and Keel and the dragon lady. Come on. Let's go out the back way before anybody thinks to look for us. Well, I wonder if Terry and April can find the plane in time and cripple it and thus out with the dragon lady. That's going to be part of the excitement in Friday's transcribed adventure. But meanwhile, here's a word for us all. Well, kids, here's that surprise I told you about. And is it a honey? We've hooked up with Terry, Terry himself, and he's going to talk direct to you. Okay, China? Hi there, everybody. What I want to say is a Merry Christmas, an extra special Merry Christmas to every single one. And Oh, but here's Pat. Merry Christmas from me, too, kids. The best of everything for the new year and... Hey, let a lady push in a word, too, won't you? Happy holidays to all of you back there in the USA. A Merry Christmas from all your friends in China. Well, thanks a heap, Burma. And thanks to Pat and Terry, too. And boys and girls, Libby joins in wishing you the finest Christmas yet. Now, tomorrow we're going to see what luck Terry and April have when they try to stop the dragon lady from making a getaway. But everybody in that log cabin is due for a surprise from a direction they do not expect. So you join us for the surprise, too, will you? It's sure to be a tip-top thriller. <laughs> 